Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Geek Chat. Hey! It's your hosts, uh, Desmond and... I can say and. You can say and, that's fine. I can say and, thank you. And Rich! Yay! Uh, (laughs) And uh, thank you for tuning in for the Geek Chat, your weekly dose of fantastical, magical geekness. Um, So thank you to everyone who has turned out and started to um, post more on the Geek Chat. Uh, Facebook page. We are trying very hard to build a um, community. Yes, a Facebook community. And and one of the things that we're doing is is if you come and talk and post and and be a part of this this growing community, we will we'll give you stuff. <laughs> so what are we giving away this month? Des? Well, this month we are giving away a copy of the graphic novel collecting the first five issues of Jupiter's, Jupiter's Legacy, Legacy by the fantastical magical Mark Millar. And Frank Quietly. Yes. Which is awesome. All the lumpy people. Yes, for, for all you so, lovely people. I have a spoiler. Okay, what is your spoiler, sir? I got to read Jupiter's Circle. <sighs> the prequel. I got to read the first issue. Oh, my God. Uh, it, and how is it? It was great. All I'm going to say is if you're a fan of a little gay love. What? Like, yeah, I know. He went there. It, I really liked it. It's a... It's a nice, you know, uh, if you don't know what Jupiter's Legacy is, it's about a family of superheroes, and this is the prequel to it, where we meet a whole cast, a whole new cast, actually. Well, good, because I really enjoyed um, what I read so far, although it was late, you know, unfortunately. That would be Mr. Frank Whiteley. Well, yeah, but still, you know, yeah, but still, but yeah, but still, I I still want to... um, read what's going on because uh mark millar really has created a fantastic universe with these with these basic basically these these people that these heroes that have kind of taken over and decided to remake america and the world in its image i mean it's 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 kind of a scary thought but thank god we don't have superheroes nowadays well we do but they're in human form there are some good people out there that's true that that is very true but again that is what we're giving away and we're also giving away um a collection of image firsts, which is another graphic novel collecting nine uh, number ones of various image comics. Image Many comics. we recommend. A lot that we re- yeah. that we recommend. So all you have to do is um, is go onto the Geek Chat Facebook page and start to post. Comment. And, Let us know what you think. Yeah, comment a couple times. Be a part of this this budding community. And um, at the end of April, well, the beginning of April, we will announce who the winner is. That's right. And uh, want to thank our. Uh, Want to thank our sponsor, whatever, located at 548 Castro Street, located in San Francisco. See, I was told we have to mention where because this podcast is going to take us all over the world. When they come to San Francisco, they have to come to the Castro and visit us. Yeah, that that is true that because is true. now we are on the we are on the iTunes. The iTunes, I love it. So we're thank we're you, Terry, for the suggestion. By so we are so we are growing and growing and growing. So. So you want to talk about some things that people have been talking about? Yeah, so, oh, so we're, we're trying to break this into segments because because some of you might know that Rich really loves to talk. I do, I love to talk. And um, I swear to God, if, if, if he would die, he would be reincarnated as, as one of those ladies. So. I, I love Cheryl Underwood. Okay. So we're going to answer some of your, some well, of your we're, uh, we're posts. We're going to talk about it. Yeah, yeah we're, we'll answer and comment yeah. on some of the, some of the posts that, that you have done over the last week. So the biggest one that's getting a lot of attention right now is Agent Carter. Because no one knows if it's coming back. Why wouldn't it come back? ABC owns, or Disney owns ABC. Which, that's a really good point to make. And, not only that, it can tie into your movies. You know, that's where the money is. And it ties into the comic books, which they really don't care about. But, you know, it still does. Because it comes from the comics. So, we really don't know what's going on. Uh, Lots of mixed reactions to the actual show. Um, we all loved it here at the Geek Chat. Um, what do you think? I actually loved the show. I did not, uh, listen to it all that, or watch it all that much, uh, because I didn't really, I mean, I thought... You didn't listen to me saying watch it, is what you did. Just admit it. You didn't listen to me. No, I didn't. I know. I didn't. I was like, uh, it's gonna be... I was right, wasn't I? Well, the weird thing about it was... I was right, wasn't I? You you were right, yes. Oh, we have it. You were right. We I, I will agree. You were right. One of the things that was really weird about it was, was I didn't know what was happening. 
I don't, the marketing on it was really weird because I didn't know that it was going to be an ABC TV series for a long time. I thought, I, I didn't know what to think. I thought it was going to be something that was, that was going to be, um, like, like a web series? Yeah, like a web series or it was going to be vignettes on, um, on the DVDs or yeah, the Blu-rays that you bought. So I didn't know what to expect. And then when it said, oh, it's going to be coming out on ABC as like a, a, a fall replacement, not replacement, but, but a fall fill-in. Yeah, yeah for, for when S.H.I.E.L.D. is gone, I was like, okay. So I didn't, so I was like, eh, whatever. You know, you I'm not going to worry about it. this would have worked better? You, so let me ask this. I don't watch Netflix. Do you think Shield, the Agents of Carter would have worked better if they could have watched all of it at once? Like you get to binge watch on Netflix. Do you think... So, you know, we're really excited for Daredevil coming up. Do you think if Daredevil was on a network and it ran week by week, do you think it would have the same reaction as Carter? Or do you think that it's going to get the advantage from being able to just one shot? Um, I think with something like this, I think it would have been better served as a, as a one shot. That way people could have got it all at once. Yeah, that way people could have got it all at once. And... Because I think sometimes we'll, I mean, it's an hour show and people have to remember to tune into at a certain time frame. And, and, and it really speaks to this sort of instant gratification that some people want. And I think it, you're able to, if you're able to see something in its, in its entirety, you're able to form, I feel, a different opinion than, than week someone who week, watches it weeks slow, by weeks. In the, in the pacing, it's all about the pacing. Like a comic book in six arcs. Well, I mean, I, I think it was a hard sell because it was a. It, it's a period piece, about you know. A woman. Uh, you know, a period period piece, you know, about about a female protagonist. Um, that kicked major. Ass. Yeah, and and it 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 didn't have, it wasn't. Um, it said in the it said in the in the past, and you don't know if there's going to be a lot of. Um, technology in it though that there was or how much marvel's going to stick their names in it because agents of shield the first season really didn't say much about a larger marvel world no it didn't no and that's it why didn't. season two finally kicked in and it's like oh look it's marvel i still think i still think that um i still think that it needs to uh i don't know i, I don't know like i i wanted to come back i i was really hoping that i was really hoping that it would um stay very close to the Marvel Cinematic Universe as well. Like I think, I think they did themselves a disservice by not, by not um, adding more of of what was going on in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I think that's the one thing that that has Shield, um, that kind of keeps Shield afloat a little bit more. It's people, it's, I think the, there's they want to see the Marvel comics well, universe, the movie. Yeah, they they want to see ties into it. So I know I know some people on the on the Facebook page were saying it would have been cool had they mentioned uh, the Peacekeeper program that is hinted to in the new Avengers Ultron, movie. Yeah, you know the Ultron Initiative. You know stuff like that. I mean, granted, even, a, even if I'm working on this, just just a passing line would have been nice. Or or or, 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 even, or even not just a passing line. I mean, yes, it is true that they did talk about the Red Room, and that's that's great. Um, but they didn't really speak about what it was. You know what's sad? We'll never get the white hot room. Uh, who knows? Who That's, knows? No, they're not going to do it. Hey, let's switch. While we're talking about Marvel, let's still say, did you see that the Fantastic Four sequel is delayed because of Star Wars? That's how scared they are. The first movie hasn't even come out, and they've delayed the second movie. Well, I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm trying to be very... Positive. Positive and optimistic but it's about true. this. It, I mean, how much, really, think about it. The mouse is going to trample Fox. Yes. I think I think this uh, I think this movie is going to be DOA on arrival, unfortunately. <laughs> and <laughs> the that's, first one's not even out. That's what's funny. But, but hey, you know, they ain't got nothing else going on for nope. them. Uh, nope. I just don't... See, here's the test. Here's the test. If Spider-Man turns a profit for Sony... Then I I I see I see Fox going here. We want in. We want in. Well, why not? Yeah, you know it's a win win for everyone oh in God, that situation. We really want Wolverine in the Avengers. So um, other things people talked about Terry Pratchett. Is that how you say his name? Uh, I think it's Pratchett. Pratchett. Died. Yeah, yeah. Terry Pratchett died unfortunately. Uh, he created I think it was Discworld and um and he did a couple of books with Neil Gaiman who is his um I always say Gaiman Gaiman Gaiman. <laughs> 
<laughs> and the tradition lives on, people, about us destroying people's last names. But yes, he did pass away, yeah. and um, uh, the science fiction uh, community has, you know, lost another another really great voice. Um, same thing with Leonard Nimoy. So, yeah. it's just sad times. Yeah. Um, Chris Pine is rumored to be Green Lantern in the new for a new Green Lantern role. Good. Do you think that other actors should take over? Do you think it should be him? Do you think it should be someone else? I know that people were really hoping for a Jon Stewart movie. Why do we need to have another Hal Jordan? I'm not fine with it being Hal Jordan. You know, it's just, I mean, Emily brought this up, and I think that, like, yeah, it would be cool to have... Um, and they're talking about diversity, 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 and what do you do? You're like, oh... Gonna, well, John Stewart's going to be. John Stewart's not a household name. You know, that's the thing about it. But I, he is to. So there's a certain age where he is a household name. Yeah, because name of the cartoon. No, I get he it. He was the Green Lantern for many years. I do. Just I like do. Wally and. Uh, I I do agree. I I do agree. You are you are you are correct about twice, that. Twice and we're not. What is it? Fifteen minutes in. Twice I've been right. It's 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 the stars. It's because it's <laughs> raining here in San Francisco. Um, I don't know. I. I think it would have been cool to have Jon Stewart as the Green Lantern, but I am fine with it being Hal Jordan. I'd even like to get some... some... Kyle Rayner? Well, Kyle, but uh, Guy Gardner. Well, I, I just don't know what DC is doing. It's like... Well, let's go there it now really, about DC. It really seems like they're just throwing stuff up against the wall and seeing what sticks. Both I mean, in their movies... And their comments. Yeah, they had um, uh, another post. Another post on uh, I think it was Jaffa who who posted this is about uh, Kirkman saying about um, uh, DC, DC ha is is going you know going a little too crazy about uh, speaking uh, about about how they're doing their cinematic universe and it's like there's no there's no tease with DC you know DC kind of laid out all their cards to try to build up you know. Uh, yes, Alan Scott would be cool for, for, for Green Lantern. Yes, Yafa, Alan Scott would be cool. A little old, but I think he would be no, cool. No, he's young now. They yeah. can introduce They're not going to do Earth 2. But, but back to, the, the, <laughs> okay, but back no, to yes. DC. I do, think that, I do think that Kirkman was right in saying that DC basically put all of their, all of their cards on the table. And, and there's let, no surprise. There is no surprise. There is no... Well, in, in this there's no aha, there is no aha moments. There but, is no... Yeah. Well, the internet was around when when Iron Man popped out when 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 the first Iron Man <laughs> came out popped and out. and we saw we saw the hidden gem of um of uh, uh, Samuel Jackson talking right. about I being more. Seen the movie yet. You just ruined it for me. Well, it's been like <laughs> ten years. Come on, I know you have a DVD player. I do or a VCR. I know you have a VCR. Come on, but uh, um, but I don't know what's going on with DC. I I pray that their movies are good. Did you I, see? Jared I don't. Leto? Oh, Jared. I have no, no idea. What, I have no idea what's going on with this. It's like everyone died their hair that day. It's like I have no idea what's going on with DC. So this, it's like they took crazy pills and they they're did. just like, and they're just like, we just, we, we, we gotta catch up with Marvel. We gotta catch up with Marvel. What are we gonna do? Ah, and it's like, stop it. Yeah, they're gonna be adapting, I guess, the Dark Knight Returns look for the Joker. And, fine, you know, I don't. Uh, I, I am so just like baffled by what DC is trying to you do. You just want May first here now. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 it's so Marvel's game right now, and I'm like, I, I want DC to do it. I, I just wish DC would stop trying to be Marvel and try and to car and try to carve their own niche about what they're trying to do. And I think the one thing that DC had going for it that that they killed with New Fifty Two was was this idea of legacy. Yeah, and this idea of their characters growing and morphing into new people, and then showing. And, and being and having their their universe be dynamic, you know, by by showing lineage and showing generations. I think that was something that Jeff Johns understood. I think that um, I think that um, Tony Harris understood that. I think that Darwin Cook understood that, and I think a lot of older DC writers and artists understood that there is legacy is is strong because you can get new people and you can get old people. Older, older listeners and older readers, because you could have like I, I, I enjoyed the J, the J, uh, the JLA or sorry JSA run that Jeff Johns did because it was he was 
he was one of the only writers that was able to 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 actually add new dimensions to these legacy characters. Right. And I thought that that was a really good a really good um, use of DC characters. You know, and I was really hoping that that the movies would be like that. But no, no they, they tossed all that out because they needed to be new and edgy. and, and Well, according to Yafad, dark and gritty, which is agreed. Dark and They're gritty. They're really trying to base those movies off... This is the, not the 90s. No. Well, even the... Grunge is not a thing anymore, people. What's his name? Not Graham Norton. Nolan. The director of Batman films. What the hell's his name? Christopher Nolan? Yeah, him. They're trying to follow his model. <laughs> and it just seems that... You know, Oswald These characters Patton aren't dark it. and gritty. Uh, yeah, Oswald Patton said, only Batman should be broody. Why is Superman broody? Yeah, I totally Why understand. Why is Wonder Woman broody? Like, I don't... I don't... I, was talking, I don't understand it. Like, I had a customer in the store on Saturday, and we were talking about Superman and, and the movies. And he agrees. Superman is supposed to be a beacon of hope, a light. Yes. He is the symbol... He he's who you want to aspire to be. They even said it in the fuck in, in the fucking Ooh. movie. Like he said, it's it, it's it's a what does that stand for? It's a symbol of hope for yes. people. And so it's like, why really? aren't the movies reflecting that? So who knows? We'll see. But it no, is... but I don't I don't understand. You you raise a really good question, and it's like stop trying to be Marvel and try to be your own your own creation and and Marvel let Marvel do their drama and action stuff like that i i really want to see uh, dc is has always been for me about legacy and and they're changing their events but this new 52 i think was a was a huge um misstep it was a misstep on so, their part as of june it's no longer the new 52 but i want to get into one of the new 52 books right now we're talking about legacy and we're gonna talk about justice league united which is the last part of the Legion storyline. And if there is one big legacy, it's the Legion. Because Superman inspired these people. Yeah, Jeff, Jeff Lemire understands, you know, uh, what's going on. Justice League United feels like a classic DC book. It feels like pre-52 uh, pre Justice League. Uh, so, we are talking about Justice League United number 10, written by Jeff Lemire, penciled by Neil Edwards, inkers are Jay Liston and Keith Champagne, colorist is Jeremy Cox, and the Keith, letter, Keith Champagne, yeah. The letter is Travis Lanham. Um, you really loved it. Yes, I, loved, I have loved this book since its inception. It, it excuse me, it really harkens back to the, um... I want to say the the Geffen um, uh, run, and I really liked what he was trying to do with Animal Man and Green and Green Arrow. How they play off each other. I like the character characterization of the of the uh, Legion of Superheroes. This really seemed it felt like a saga to me. Um, and I have a question. Okay. At the end, you read this, right? I did. Okay. I, read it today. At, I knew we were going to be reading at the it. end. When Brainy is talking about, does she remember? That means she's yeah. That means she makes it to the future, and I took it as they something happens between them. Well, no, 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 so no, 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 no. Something already did happen to them. What? But it was pre fifty two. Oh, I don't know what. See, no, 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 no. She and she went back, and it was Supergirl and the Legion of Superheroes, oh, yeah, I and that. she went to the future. And if this is the timeline that is from that. You know, pre fifty two timeline, which they never really, which is really kind of foggy about. Her and Brainy had a relationship, and is this Brainy referring to that relationship? Because if it, is, if he is, that's pre fifty two stuff. You know, and I'm like, because I don't remember, I don't remember anything in, of them since the new fifty two of them having a relationship. A so I'm thinking. Oh, we have a bet too, or, or not a bet, but I, I, one of my theories is that um, the reason why convergence is happening this way, you know, if, if you're not clear about convergence, what's happening is is DC is selecting uh, titles or, and telling stories from specific timelines. One of the timelines being post uh, crisis, pre crisis, zero hour, and what's the other one? Let's say before zero. I don't know. Hold yeah, on. one of them. It. But but here's my thought. I got it. I got it. Heroes from pre-Flashpoint, heroes from Zero Hour, heroes from Crisis on Infinite Earths, 
and heroes from the pre-crisis. See, yeah. So, 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 so here's the thing that that makes me think that there have been three, there have been three earth-shaking, timeline-altering stories. Not counting anything else that DC has done altering the timeline. There are those. There are those three: Crisis, Zero Hour, and then Fifty Two. Okay. And Flashpoint. You, sorry, Flashpoint. And if you take that and say, okay, if these are the three ages of DC, what what they're doing, I believe that that what they're going to do is whichever whichever series sells the best, that's what they're going to pick up after the move after convergence. We'll see. It's a good idea. Uh, they, I'd be really, they would be really smart if they said, ooh, people really like the pre-crisis. Ooh. Or people, yeah, or people really like, you know, uh, post-crisis. So, Although I don't think people are going to go to post-crisis. That'd so be crazy. I, gotta so. be, I, gotta be, I really thought, I had to do some looking. So on the very last page, you see him, and he looks a lot like that guy. But I know they gave him a different name. Yeah, I don't think it's the same guy. So no one knows if this book is coming back with those writers, if the artist... Well, yeah, the book, is, I mean, the book is over, so which is sad for me. Um, yeah, at least he got ten issues. No, yeah, he got ten. Yeah, ten. Issues. You, of course, you got we, ten solid issues of this book, and I thought yeah, I thought it was one of the best through, books. He had to go through uh, Forever Evil. There's oh yeah, I forgot about that too. Uh, but any anyway, I think that he he rode he rode with it. So um, when it when it is collected, when Justice League uh, United is collected, I, I think that you should go out and and get it. It is really really good. Really really good. Um, so the next one we're going to talk about is uh, Miles Morales, the ultimate Spider-Man. And this is the issue 11, and it is the issue before the final issue, which is 12, um, because then Marvel is doing their huge uh, Secret Wars thing. And this is a book by uh, Lord Lord Bendez. Lord Bendis. <laughs> and, uh, and David Marquis. Marquez, sorry. Uh, color is uh, Dustin Ponsor. Um, and letters by VCs Corey uh, Pitet. Man, I have to tell you, the artist on this. So, Pacelli, Sarah Pacelli, was an artist on this. It was so amazing. And they took her and moved her. Now that this book is ending, I'm wondering where this artist is going to end up next because he's really good. Yes, he, he has. Uh, this, this, this book has had. Um, Great artist. Yeah, great artist. A history of great artists. The story, the story is is solid. We find out in this story that that I guess, uh, Doctor Doom runs Hydra. I guess. Doctor Doom is making appearances <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. So so everyone in so everyone in in uh, Miles Morales's life gets captured by Hydra. They know his secret identity, and he has to fight. Uh, Kate Bishop did not. Did not give him up though, which is I thought was great. But um, his family is members so of Hydra. I'm so over the two bug people. I, I hope this yeah I don't know it's... line. It's been going on way too long. Well, they were working for Doctor Doom. Is that what you think? Yeah. Is? Well, they say they're right there. Oh. In the back. Yeah, they were working for uh... Doctor Doom, and so you know they were stealing stuff for Doctor Doom, Mister Sater Goat Leg Doctor yeah. Doom. I'm, I love this book, but after the whole thing, they rechanged the name. I just. I've, it's been great for me. I I have enjoyed it. I liked it. I liked the little thing with well, he'll uh. Be in the six one six soon enough. Oh, I know. You know, I I really believe. So, they're winding it down. Yeah. You know, the the next issue will be will be the final issue before uh, the whole ultimate line is canceled, and uh, and some of your favorite ultimate characters show up in Secret Wars, and then are hopefully gonna some of them will show up in the in the six one six. My my uh. Speculation is that with Spider-Man doing the uh, the the retcon, with doing the retcon of the one more day, mm -hmm. which is what's it called now, married and or tying the knot or married something. with children. No, it's not. <laughs> Spider-Man married with children. Uh, I don't know what it's called. But it's um well, basically they're going back to the pre one more day, yeah. and you see Spider-Man married to Mary Jane with a baby. With the baby. Do we know if the baby's a girl or a boy? I thought it was Richard, but I think that was a different timeline. I would know. I would hope it would be Mayday. Oh, so it's a girl. No, I, they haven't said. But the, they haven't said if it's a girl or a boy. That's the thing, and you can't really tell in the picture. Oh. So, 
So I'm like, is this is this a is this a girl? Is this a boy? Is it Mayday? Is it someone else? I mean, I think it's gonna be Mayday, but um, that would be interesting. That would be amazing, in my opinion. Not uh, spectacular. Not spectacular. Oh, stop it. <laughs> anyway, hey, we did a Marvel. We did a DC. We're not gonna go to a book where we challenged ourselves. Yes, uh, Rich and I have have challenged ourselves, and we're also gonna challenge our listeners. Uh, pick a book up that you uh, think would be interesting, a number one, and and try it out. And we did that with a book called Hellbreak. And it's from Oni Press. Number one just came out. Because there's so many number ones rolling around nowadays, folks. So, so many number ones. So, so we're going to try to read these number ones and then let you know what's going on. You know, comics can be made by anybody nowadays. I mean, Rich and I are working on a comic. And we have friends that are making their own comics. So there are no shortage of comic books out there. Um, and we think that it is a shame that... Um, more people don't read more stuff. Exactly. Try something new. So what we read, again, is Hellbreak, and it's by, you know, it's by a, an established writer, Cullen Bunn, illustrated by Brian uh, Churella, uh, colored by Dave Stewart, and letters by Crank. Crank. With, it's Crank with an, uh, with an exclamation point at the end. Oh, wow. And it is by Oni Press. Um, well, we know nothing going into this. Pretty cover, picked it up, read it today. It was a it was a solid number one. Yeah, it's it's based on the it's basically it's basically based on basically. the tale. It's basically 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 based on the tale of uh, Orpheus and um, Eurydice. And if you're not familiar with the old Greek tale, um, Eurydice uh, dies. Old Greek. Spoiler alert. Well, it's a, it's an old fable. So oh. she dies and goes to the underworld, and her husband. Uh, Orpheus uh, is really sad for her. And so he goes into the underworld and plays his lute and plays such a sad song that the Lord of Hell um, says, fine, you know, you can take her back with you. Bring her back from Hades. The only stipulation is you cannot look back. And of course, man being who we are, he looks back and, you know, she dies and blah, blah, blah. And Based on this tale, we fast forward to the to the present, and there is a society of people. I assuming they are from the church or or a or a part of the church because they there's a lot of uh, church iconography around. But they go into hell and they retrieve people who have um, who have lost their souls. In this particular story, the person gets uh, possessed and his soul gets sent to hell and they are an extraction team so that's that's the basis of the point of the plot they are an extraction team that goes into hell and finds missing people I mean, there's different hells too. yes there are various different versions of hell and not everyone is in the same version of hell which is what i think is which is which i think is an interesting concept because given all the different religions some having versions some having hells some having different hells some having you know, uh, different stages of hell. I mean, I think Chinese have like nine or ten different levels of hell. So, so um, I've spent a lot of days with you. Those are my days of hell. I, I yeah, same here I'm and there. Kidding. Uh, so but yeah, it was it was an interesting comic book. It was you know. So this is what I said to Des when we talked earlier. There really isn't anything that makes me want to read the number two. I'm going to. But it's not, it, nothing grabbed me like um, one of those, oh my god, I need to read the next one. Like when you read certain comic books and that last couple pages really leaves you going, I need it now, I didn't get that feeling. In well, book. there was, this was definitely a setup story. I, like I, a TV show. It really did, it really did read like a plot to a, to a television show. And maybe that's what it will be. I can see, I can honestly see the sci-fi channel or something like that optioning this. Yeah. But what I, what I'm not sure is, um, yeah, there was no, um, there was no, like, um, cliffhanger. It yeah. was, it very much was like, this is a day in the life of this team of of, of hell divers. Yeah, you know, who, it felt who, like a one shot. Like, no, no, it didn't feel like a one shot. Oh, it totally felt like a one shot. I mean, it it just felt like he's building to something. You know, he alluded to some things uh, at the end. Um, and there were some, there were some clever dialogue choices about, um, 
about what people were feeling and what was going on that I that I that I enjoyed. Um, will I pick up number two? I'm not so sure. I don't know. I mean, I, I know that Rich had a problem with the, with the artwork. It is very it is very um, indie esque art. It's um, I read it right after I read Thor, and Thor is this lush artwork and just beautiful. Um, everything is is detail. You know the detail line work. Then I opened up this, and there's a two-page spread of a bunch of monsters. And compared to what I just read, I was like, ooh, ouch. Had I read this before, I think I would have liked that page a little more. Mm, maybe. I don't know. It's just, it's. I mean, the artwork is solid. Yeah, the artwork is. is definitely I'm solid. I'm I'm just saying, you know, after Russell Duderman, or whatever you say his last name, uh, Dodderman, not that I'm comparing artists, because each artist is individual, unless you're Joe Diamond. But yes, uh, Yafa, it does. It is. Um, it does sound like a lot of plots of Sandman. Um, but this is specifically. It is literally a a um, an extraction team that goes into hell. I'm assuming there's going to when uh, when Colin Bun uh, pulls out more and we delve into these characters more, we will see a bit more um, life from these characters because you can't go into hell and not be changed. So. Um, We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Want to do that next? Uh, yeah. So okay. the next book we're going to do is All New X-Men, uh, number 37, written by Lord Bendis. Lord Bendis. Uh, the artist is Mike Del Mundo. And Mike Del Mundo, along with Marso, Marco Delfonso, were the colorists. Once again, VC's Corey Pettit. That man gets some. He's working. VC? He's working. No. Corey Pettit. He did something else for this week. Yeah, he did. He's weak. Um, I read this today. I glanced through it and I was like, man. Okay. I, I thought the art was great. Um, I'm really impressed with, you know, people say about Bendis's, um Bendis writes characterizations really well. Sometimes yes and sometimes no. And this issue proves to me that uh, Emma is not a throwaway character for him. And I don't think she ever, I don't think she ever was, though. No, but I'm saying in this book. The way they write her and the way they reference the past was really... I really like that. Um, so the lowdown on the book is if you looked at the cover, the cover is Iceman and Beast and they're like joking around. These covers have no, these covers have no bearing on what happens inside of no, them. It is oh. all about Emma and Jean and some much needed training... And we learn a lot of things that will miss Emma. Talk. And girl and, and girl talk and everything. Girl talk. Yeah. Um, I really liked it. I yeah. thought it was a really good issue. Yeah, basically what's what's basically. happening is 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 Bob is uh is uh, Blob gets his up his comeuppings. Uh, if you're not if you're not familiar, Blob is uh, is an addict now from Because uh, he lost his powers on M Day. Yeah, now he's a uh, he is a uh, an addict uh, of the mutant growth hormone and he if you know, he's one of the reasons why Dazzler is all mopey and sad now. So, <laughs> uh, which Bendis never did anything with. So, just FYI, Bendis, I really think that I really thought that Dazzler should have been in this as well. Yep. That was a one misstep on, on on his part because uh, Emma believes that Jean Jean has been using her uh, her telepathy way too much, so she turns it off. Hilarious! I was like, what? <laughs> Not only that, she says, you know. She makes her really think about Professor X and what we've been saying about wow, Professor X. Wow, they are really tarnishing yeah, yeah. Professor X's uh, memory. Like, really? Like, and hardcore. Like, you let me do that? And she's well, like, do well, you really think? Well, uh, because Emma alludes that, that the minute Jean Grey comes to the future, she starts developing her powers much more rapidly and then plants the seed that maybe Professor X was dampening her powers. Which I believe. If he could keep Matt, what's his name, Matthew, whatever that super omnimutant. I'm thank God, so happy that that series is that 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 story arc is over. Oh yeah, that's why this was such a refreshing issue. It, it was a one and done issue. Like it was a one. Bendis can write one lot, and done. A lot happened that's going to affect the book in the future, and that's what I liked. I don't know. I mean, art. Yeah, the art. If you like sketchy art. You're gonna love this. It wasn't sketchy. It was well, like it was like painted. It's painted, but towards the end, Emma and Jean's faces kind of get a little sketchy. But I really liked it. I thought I thought the artwork was was, was fantastic. Yeah. I really did. I was like, oh my god, this art is really good. Oh, uh, uh, he was doing Electra for the longest time. It was beautiful. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Electra was such a good series, and it got canceled, and it shouldn't have. It's sad times. 
But we really liked it. That was one book we both really agreed on. Great read, great art, great story. Gene sounded like Gene. Well, a little whiny Gene. And Emma was definitely that. Emma was in control. Yeah. Emma was in control, y'all. And I'm not spoiling it for anyone, but wow, they gave away something for Emma that that's pretty good. Something's there. Emma was in control, y'all. Emma, no. was in, Emma was in full control. I was feeling her. What's next? Uh, well, next week we need to let people know that if you're just tuning in, uh, you're listening to the Geek Chat with your hosts, Desmond and... I want to say and. Desmond. And Rich. <laughs> uh, your weekly podcast, and uh, where we talk about comic books and, and our thoughts about things, uh, things, things related to comic books, yeah. because we love comics, and we love you, the listener. Um, and if you're listening to this uh, via iTunes, thank you for downloading. And uh, please come to the Geek Chat Facebook page and uh, tell us what you like. The group page. Uh, yes, the, 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 the group page. And tell us what you like. Tell us what you're reading um, and comment because we are giving away prizes for people who comment. Um, the prizes this week, or this, this month, month, monthly prizes, is a, Jupiter, a graphic novel for Jupiter's Legacy. Collecting the first five issues. It's, uh, and uh, image number one is collecting nine various different uh, number one issues. So please come in and tell us what you, what you like and be a, be a part of this growing community. Um, so, Rich, what do you want to talk about next? Hmm. I just noticed we have a lot of Marvel. Did you even read Fun, did you? We'll I read doing, some of that. We'll be doing Spawn. Spawn he, Resurrection. He wrote a lot. Like, There's a lot. I mean, Todd McFarlane is is no. But it's Paul Jenkins. I'm oh, sorry, Paul, Paul Jenkins, Jenkins. Sorry, Paul Jenkins wrote it. They, Todd McFarlane is credited for giving some info. Well, uh, probably a lot, because basically what they do is is it's so Spawn just had its 250th anniversary, and people are like, "What? Spawn's still around?" And it's like, "Yes, Spawn is still around," and. Uh, when Rich and I went to the Image Expo, um, McFarlane was there and he talked about it, talked about uh, Spawn and that Spawn is is going to Al Simmons is going to be coming back and this is the book that reintroduces Al Simmons to the Spawn universe. And it's drawn by someone you absolutely love. Uh, yes, I love John Boy Myers. I've met him a couple times at various cons. He is a great guy and I'm glad to see him getting steady work like this. Uh, the the book looks amazing. But there's just a lot of lot of stuff going on in this in this book. God talks about how we created the world and man and yeah. When we go into well, it, it's resurrection. It's like because uh, one thing that um, that Tom McFarlane made fun of made fun of Marvel and DC about, especially Marvel, was their number ones. And he was like, "I'm not doing a number one for no, Spawn." He said, "I'll give you a number no, 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 one no. to buy." Yeah. He, he, he said, I'll give you a number one, but it's a one-shot. Yep, and this is it. And this is the one-shot that reintroduces uh, reintroduces him and the new creative team, which will take over in Spawn 251. Yep. And I will be picking up Spawn 251, because what I've read so far has been fantastic. I mean, I read Spawn back in the day. <laughs> Me too. But given all the different incarnations and what was going on, I was just like, I can't deal with this. I just don't remember Spawn being Venom. Did you see it? You didn't make it to that panel yet. No. <laughs> no. Spawn is awesome. It's, it, hey, everything's coming up 90s. Yeah. He looks just like... That was what I thought was funny. Because John, John Boy likes to draw Venom now. Other one, it was... It was a good issue. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I'm a fan of Paul Jenkins, so it's just it was just very wordy, and I only have so much time in the bathroom. So, oh, <laughs> um, real quick, pellet ones. What do you think of Howard the Duck? Howard I loved the Duck it. Got his book back. I loved one. it. I thought it was great. Um, I think uh, Chip Zdarsky, um, is yeah, fantastic. Say, say yeah. So it's a Howard the Duck number one. Howard the Duck got his got a book got a book deal. He's back. The foul is back. And it's really good. It's um, Zip Zdarsky, who's the writer, with Chip. Joe Chip. Sorry, I want to say Zip, didn't I? You did. It's the Z's on the. It last should part. be Zip. He he really should put a Z in front of that C. Zip Zdarsky. Yeah. No, they both should be. <laughs> and Joe Quinos did the art. Colors by Rico Rinzi, and it's uh, letters by VCs Travis Lanham. And the one thing though is is I really wish that Howard Duck wasn't so much of a curmudgeon. Yeah, because because I want him to be more like, and I'm gonna get lambasted for this, but I loved the George Lucas Howard the Duck movie. 
I thought he was so charming and so like, ah, you know. He was a little surly. Yes, he was surly in that book, but he's really surly in this one. No, I mean in this, he's a little more than just. No, no, he was surly it, in the movie, but yeah. he's. It had but some, you can't compare the two. So. No, it had some cute moments. It really did. It's called like going the, up against Black Widow and I love the fact not Black you, Widow, uh, Black Cat. Cat. You get a sidekick. He's a detective, and he's in the same. He's in the same op, same building as a she uh, She Hulk. Yeah, and it's just it's. It's just a really well-written, funny story. Although, the, the weird thing about it... Do you, but do you see the comparisons that can be made between this and another book that stars that stars a, uh, a kind of... I don't want to say misunderstood person, but Silver Surfer. This, this, this felt a lot like um, Dan Slott's run of Silver Surfer, in which you have the... the, the female the odd The oddball and then the female sidekick, who's kind of quirky as well. So... I see that that's a writing trope now. What do you guys think about that? About the about the 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 quirky, the quirky loner and and the female quirky sidekick. I mean, it really harkens back to to Ghost World and some other tropes. But I really think that that's happening a lot right now, at least mm-hmm. in these two books. Um, but other than that, I thought it was a, I thought it was a good story. It, it moved. Honest. If it moved artist, really well. If this artist was on She-Hulk, I would have read She-Hulk. Uh, yeah. Because she looks good there. Yeah, and she does not like Howard the Duck. No. You know, and the girl that she meets is, the, the girl that he meets is really fun, and he's a detective, and he uses detective skills, and then Spider-Man's in it. And it's just a, it's just a fun book. It's not going to redefine the genre or anything, but it's just a fun book about a surly duck. If you want to just listen, or if you just want to read a fun book. This is definitely a book to read. It's really good. And oh, and how they find out how to get into her uh, uh, black cat's secret secret lair is just really funny. Her her vault is just it's just it's just a fun book. It doesn't take itself too seriously. That's what we need more fun books. Yeah, and nothing has to be super earth shattering, you know. Oh, and then Rocket Raccoon shows up at the end. I'm not oh, gonna spoil how. Spoil. I'm not gonna spoil how it happens, but 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 we get a uh, raccoon and a duck and a brood. Uh, that's I don't, a brood. I don't think that's a brood. Yeah, because her head would be here. And I think it's her, a brood. I think it's an alien. It's her brood. I, I don't think it's a brood. Yes. I oh, bet whatever. you right now on air. I bet you it's a brood. We'll find out. So anyhow, uh, we got 20 minutes left. Yes, and so we're gonna go into our um, television stuff. Uh, because we were able to, uh, Rich and I were able to get a copy of I Zombie, the uh, the CW show, and we are going to talk about it <laughs> because we were able to watch the first issue, um, watch the first issue, watch the first <laughs> issue. Oh my gosh, um, we were able to watch the first episode of um, of I Zombie. So so we watched it last night. We watched it on Saturday. We watched it after we watched The Walking Dead. Uh, I bet that was completely different because this is definitely not The Walking Dead. So we uh, every Sunday we watch, we we do our work. You know, I got my comic orders. We usually get done, and then we sit and we watch Once Upon a Time, Walking Dead. You watch Once Upon a Time? I do. I'm not okay. I'm not gonna judge you. Thank you. Uh, you know, right now with the train wreck, I just have to watch the acting. I'm judging the, you. Oh, don't judge me. I like that show. It needs better writing. It needs so much better writing. Um. So anyhow, we watched The Walking Dead. It was a very a good episode of The Walking Dead. And I'm like, okay, let's watch iZombie. So we put it in, and we're starting it, and it's like the complete, like we just got this death and destruction, and it's dark, and everyone grumbles, and now it's iZombie, and it's like, do-do-do-do-do-do. It's like the CW, <laughs> you know, that. Everyone's happy. pretty. Oh, my God. It is such CW eyes. I, just watching it, like, She's in her pretty dress, and like they are sitting around the table with the family, and I'm like, oh my god, this is you know. Well, uh, it's a natural Dawson's progression. Creek with it's not Dawson's Creek. It's not Dawson's Creek. Okay, so but no, saying so, that, so I the television. I really liked it. The television version is by the people that did Veronica Mars. Yes. So it's gonna be a little quirky, but. I was not prepared for this book. Paul and I actually loved it. We thought it was so good. It takes place too. in Seattle, and she's she's an intelligent zombie. 
Um, nothing like the comic book so far. Nothing like the comic book. I want to say, but uh, show, that's fine. It, it stands on its own. This show might be one of my favorite one-liner shows. It has some of the best one-liners. I'm only gonna tell you a couple because some of them, like this one, I, I'm not gonna tell you this one. But I'm standing in a hallway waiting to smell a call girl. We laughed out loud. So you are what you eat. Isn't some bitchy thing my mother says about fat people? I laughed. Hysterical. The lines yeah. in this, the writing, is is really funny and strong. Well, Paul says, "How many bad guys can they have on Once Upon a Time?" Real quick, if, uh, and yeah, there's like three in this one. Oh, there's more. So all the villains want their happy endings, and they want to turn the tide on the heroes. Okay, no, 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 no. We can't talk about this right now. Okay, we're, we're talking about <laughs> iZombie. Thanks a lot, Paul, for derailing us. Anyway, anyway back to iZombie. Uh, it's, no, it's nothing like the comic book. It isn't. Not it, not yet, anyway. My problem, this is the one problem I have with it. Is this going to be every week she eats something and this is how they solve crimes? Because I'm going to get bored quick. They well, need that's to bring the... in an overlying arc. Well, they're, they're going, they already did at the end. With who? When she ate the brain at the end? Oh, no, that's what I'm saying. That that's they're, they're setting you know, it up. Yeah, for the next episode. No, I mean, no, 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 no. They're they're setting it up for much for a much longer haul. I hope because when that ended that, that ending was a that ending was a was a cliffhanger of, of, of what to expect. Oh, I just thought it was gonna be the next I, episode. So so basically if if you don't know the premise of the story, and this is this is not spoilers, this is what's going on in the in the whole show, is she was a she was a, a doctor. I, I don't think I don't, I don't know if she was a doctor in the actual book or not. It doesn't really explain that. But anyway, she's a doctor. She becomes a zombie, and now she works in a morgue. And um, that way she can get her brain. That way she can get her brain fixed. And so she eats brains. Um, and when she eats the people's brains, she gets um, flashes of their memories. And and of course, since she gets flashes of, of people's memories she can see how they died. And so, you know, hilarity and drama ensues. So, and so she works at a, at a morgue for, uh, for, for a police station. And Don't so, say much more. Yeah, but, but I'm saying that's, that's how she solves the yeah. crime. So that's how she has access is because... The, but the getting there was the funny part. Well, yeah, and I really... Like, and the characters are really good. Like the, like, like the guy who... The, the, the mortician is really cool. I have, I have the thoughts. I cannot wait to bring this up again. Oh yeah, we're going to talk about it when everyone watches it. Because I because I have some I have I have, I have I have some really strong feelings. And the one thing that I liked about it was was it wasn't as formulaic as I expected oh, no. it to be. It I, I, I I thought it was going to be a lot more formulaic. No, it flows like a CW sitcom. Uh, yeah. But it wasn't predictable. No, it wasn't. You know, I, that's what I enjoyed about it. I was like. Huh, I'm really like watching this show and it's quirky, you know, because if you haven't read the if you haven't read the comic book, like there's a lot more supernatural stuff that happens in the comic. And I don't know if that's if they're gonna translate that to this to the, the show or not. I hope that they do. Mm. But I don't know if they can or not. I don't know. Uh, Y'all should check it out. Definitely watch iZombie. It's on yeah, it's on the CW. It starts tomorrow, right after the flash, because uh, the CW's new the, the the episodes are, are new starting up this week. Yep. So so we have finally get a new Flash. New Arrow. New Arrow and uh, new iZombie. Um, I do want to say they, they made a big mistake. Coog and I were talking about this. It's going to be going up against S.H.I.E.L.D. It's going to murder S.H.I.E.L.D. You think so? Yep. It'll be interesting Wednesday. We'll let everyone know what happened. It's going to murder S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, we think they should have moved it to Wednesday night next week to premiere it. Why? Well... They're gonna. We'll see. I'm really curious. I, I'm really curious as to who's gonna watch this because it is. It's way different than any show. That that superhero. You know. Well, what I mean? people are. Yeah, it's not a superhero show at all, and people love zombies. I mean, people. And I think it's it's kitsch. It is an intelligent zombie. Yeah. You know, and she's and she's cute to boot. She's she's funny. Her character is very likable. You know, even though she's a even though she's a brain eater and. And and she has you know a, a, a she has a zombie side and and she you know it's it's very I really liked it mm -hmm. and I'm going to watch it um, probably going to tape shield and watch um, and watch iZombie. What are you guys going to do? 
Um, if you're listening right now, I know some of you are, you know, comment in the MixLR chatter or come to Geek Chat and let us the know. Uh, yeah, the, the Geek Chat uh, group on Facebook and let us know what you thought about iZombie because I personally think it's going to be really well received. Um, Shield did... Shield did uh, pick we up get the pace. AMR. We get some villains. We get some villains. Yeah, Shield. and I think that's the one thing that because I haven't been excited for Shield in a very long time. I'm excited. And for and the fact that they're actually bringing in like villains. some 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 real villains, mm-hmm. and they're not just running. And Lucy Lawless is back with her one arm self, and you know I, I thought she was dead, and I was like what, mm. and then she's back, and I'm like oh my god. So, so I don't know. It, it's I want Sh- I want Shield to be more more Marvelish. I know just Shield never did it for me. So I know Gene really liked it. That's right, Gene. I'm calling you out. I know Gene really really liked it, and um, but I think that I still think that iZombie's gonna murder it. I I really liked iZombie. I thought I iZombie it just had more heart. I am unfamiliar with the white trash zombie book. Laura is yelling at uh, yelling at the computer that iZombie Team Pictures are ripping off a white trash zombie book series. I don't know what white white trash zombie. Well, let's do some digging. I gotta yeah. Know what that is. So so are they are they ripping off the are they ripping off the concept? Did did the people from iZombie rip off the concept of it too, or are they just ripping off the concept of 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 this other book and then slap iZombie on it. Now I'm intrigued to see, I mean, I'm sure we can do a, a search for white trash zombie book series and I'm sure, Oh, it's not, Oh, it's not a comic. Oh, not the comic, just the TV show. Okay. So now, now I have to think, I mean, I'm, although I am scared that if I do a Google search for white trash zombie pictures of rich will come up. So <laughs> I'm not that pale. I mean, I'm pale, but not that pale. Are you, are you serious? Like when the sun shines on you, I can I can see your bones. Okay, <laughs> okay we have nine minutes. And uh, what do you think of the new Wonder Woman costume? Oh, yeah. I, f- I forgot we were going to end it on the costumes. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, just, just to give a little backstory, DC has released a whole bunch of new um, costumes, new for, costumes for the characters. So, I... So are these costumes supposed to be after Convergence? Or are they going to happen during Convergence? Not a clue. Because I have one thing to say about most of them. What? Ew. Ew. I think Superman's costume is lazy. I think Wonder Woman's uh, costume is 290s. I have no idea what's going on with Batman's costume. Why is he wearing armor? He's Chappy. Chappy Bat? Chappy Bat. Bat Chappy? Um, I think Green Arrow's costume is great. Well, except for the poofy pants. I, I mean, guess poofy pants. He's awesome. He's not poofy. Um, uh, Green Lantern. We're I don't know. What, we're in, yeah, I don't know what's going on with him and his and his uh, prototype Green Love. Lantern thing. His fisting glove. <laughs> hey, now this is a children's show, and uh, you said fuck. Yeah, but I didn't imply sexual. <laughs> and. Um, and the Flash. The which, Flash is busy. Well, the Flash oh. just looks like the Flash. The Flash just looks like the move, uh, the TV show a little that bit. Is, yeah, but this is the busy, 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 busy. Uh, these costumes. What the hell? The one thing that I'm not getting like overly, you know, there's been a lot of uh, opinions on the internet. Go figure. Um, the Wonder Woman one, uh, J. Scott Campbell actually redesigned. It was it was really cool. He went on Twitter talking about it. Um, I kind of agree with the belief that the leggings and the arms used to be skin, because it kind of has that feel. No, I think it was. So you can't. Why would she have thigh high boots with with leggings on? Thank you. The other thing is, uh, oh, I can't remember. Was it J. Scott Campbell or someone else was talking about her shoulder armor, which is ridiculous for her. It, it's as bad as Superman having armor. It made no sense to the character. Um. Her design is overly busy. Like, it, I think it could be stripped down and could look good. I prefer the more um, warrior Amazon, like, slits for the skirt. I have no idea. Than I- that one. 
I don't like what she's wearing. No. Like, why I don't. Have Wolverine claws? At, at, or like they're like the triangles. It's like why would she need that? Yeah. Give her a sword. She has a sword. She that's what she does. She she is a sword user and a shield user. She is a she is a warrior. I, but I don't know what they're saying, doing. People are saying. Well, they're they're, they're undersexualizing everything. Now, oh my so. god, they're going from one. So I want to see Supergirl lose that panty shield. Put a, put a skirt on her. She's the young one. Little whippersnapper running around with her panty shield, a little butt hanging out. Put some clothes on. Okay, I'll agree with that. I never really liked her her new look, her, the the design of her new clothing. I never really liked it. Mm-mm. Something about it just did not work for me. Um, uh, I just think that DC has run out of ideas. They're throwing shit to the wall. See what sticks. The other thing is, you know what? And yeah, Bob posted about it. Um, we've had Azrael, we had a Batman, and this was before the internet. So I remember walking into the comic shop, and they were promoting this new Azrael, this giant Batman in the suit. Probably, what do you think? Give it an arc, give it a year. How? I don't think any of these looks are gonna last at all. I don't know. I mean, Wonder Woman's look lasted for for the fifty two. I mean, DC. The one thing DC is going to do is is they will stand behind a bad idea, you know, and ride that until they can. They will. They will stand behind a bad idea and they will ride it. Yep. And they will stand behind bad decisions. Yeah. And I, I mean, eh. I mean, and then you think about it. Some people are going to buy it anyway. And it's really, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. You, you really should encourage him, Yafa. <laughs> I, uh, Dave, I agree. I totally forgot. Um, there's been a ton of Batmans that have had. I just see this as, you know what? June is going to be our relaunch month. Let's just throw all this shit at the wall. We got 24 new books. Hey, look, we got new costumes. Take a look at us. Take a look at us. Give us a try. Let's see how many of these stick by the end of the year. I don't think many are. Um, well, remember, they said that, what is it, DC DC uh, said that there's going to be a 12-month guarantee. On some of them. Some of them are actually miniseries, like Batmite. Well, yeah, I don't think, Bizarro, Batman, I don't think Batman or Bizarro could, could have their own. 12 issues. They're saying they're dedicating these books, and I people vote with their dollars. And I've already had a lot of customers be like, mm, if, it doesn't, if it doesn't allow them in June and July, then I'm going to be showing them all image books. Well, because... They're losing faith in DC. Yeah. yeah, and I agree. People do vote with their do- dollars, but unfortunately, comic 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 book buyers are are creatures of habit too. Right. Well, I think I think now the habit is becoming they just can't take it. They can't take the constant reboots. They don't want the constant reboots. They just want well told stories. I've been saying this since I opened the store. All anyone wants is just a well told story. I, I, I agree. And, 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 and that is what Marvel and DC... Marvel gives us well-crafted stories. Sometimes. Right. But I think I think DC has forgotten the heart that should be in these books. And think, some of them. I don't want to say all. But I just feel like why we know the Legion sells. We know people want the Legion. They say they can't come up with a good idea. What? You come up with better ideas for that. Your Batman idea for the Legion? Amazing. No one's ever thought of it. Well, it's just they they want to stick with things that they know are gonna be. Um, I don't want to say sure sells, but they want to do something that 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 is low that is low risk, high reward type type of situation. Yeah, but you can't run your business hoping for that month. Marvel is constantly beating them in sales for both dollar share and units sold. That has to say something to their shareholders. I don't know. I don't know. That's just my opinion. I I am like you. I grew up reading two things when I first started reading. X-Men and Teen Titans. I love both Marvel and DC. I think DC, for me growing up, was all about, like you, the legacy. That's why I loved JSA. I loved Infinity Inc. I love these characters. And I think the people in charge don't love the characters. I don't want to say that. I don't know. But the feel to me as a DC reader... I don't feel it anymore. I understand. And on that note, we, oh, we do have to end it. Uh, so we have to start wrapping up. So thank you again for, for tuning in and listening to the Geek Chat. Uh, we wouldn't be here without you and uh, your loving support. Please come to the uh, Facebook Geek the, the Facebook Geek 
Geek oh Chat, God. Geek Chat uh, group <laughs> and and come and be a part of this community. Uh, Want to thank our sponsor, whatever, located at. 548 Castro Street, located between 18th and 19th in sunny San Francisco. Well, it's not really sunny right now, but... It's been sunny. It has been sunny. Except for today. Um, and yeah, so um, definitely tune in every Monday from 6 p.m. on MixLR for for live chat. You can talk to us. And um, if not, tomorrow morning it will be on... Uh, the iTunes. The iTunes and SoundCloud want to thank all of our listeners. We love you, and uh, we will talk to you soon. Bye, all!